Are you thinking of buying or selling your home? Downsizing? Upsizing? Investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Well, what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert and trusted source for the most up-to-date information. And now your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Everyone, Everyone. you're doing well. (laughs) That's a duet. That's right. We're duetting it today. (laughs) How is everybody doing this morning? I hope you're doing well and having a great Saturday. That storm was a little bit crazy last night. How about those storms? I know. It was crazy. It was everybody in our house was scared. Little, the dogs were scared. Yeah, it was it was fun times last night. But that's okay. Now we're having beautiful, cool day today. It doesn't feel like summer today. It feels like spring. It's a great day. Um, I want to go ahead and just start out the show and talk about um, some of our closings. And um, hey, before we start things. that, April, l- yeah, l- sure. let's chat about uh, that event we had last week. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate sure. everybody that came out. Such a great event. We had a. A lot of good people that came out and networked and mm-hmm. really met some nice people. Um, had some great interested parties that looked at the house and really was a great event there. It was fun. Um, John Adams from the studio came out with his mm-hmm. lovely wife. Had an opportunity to meet them. So great to meet his wife. And um, there's some really great people. It was good networking. Had the police department come by, first responders, have a little extra food. They were great. So thank everybody that came out last week to our event in Deer Valley. We really appreciate that. Yes, it was fantastic. It was a fun time. So before we start our show, just to give you an indication of where our show's leading, it's a great show. You definitely want to stay tuned. Guys, you got any questions out there? You're driving around. It's a beautiful Saturday. 865-888-TALK. 865-888-TALK. The studio lines are open. Any questions you have, April and I will answer those live on the air. Um, anything relate, real estate related, we want to make sure we cover it for you. Mm-hmm. So just give us a buzz. Now, good show. Uh, you know, in selling, purchasing and selling, it's always a delicate issue. So whether you buy first or sell first, there's always a challenge there. A lot of our clients um, say, well, how much time do we have to relocate? How much time do we have to get out when we move? Mm-hmm. And so our topic today is buyer possession before closing. It could be buyers or sellers. So early possession, right. the risk, the pitfalls. And should you do it? And we're going to talk about that today. And it's a delicate subject. It's got its pros and cons. And hopefully Mm -hmm. we're going to educate you on that process. And April's got some stories that will probably relate to that as well. Of course, because I love stories. So first, let me just go ahead and say some congratulations. Um, Riverport sold with the Maynards, Valley View, the Beals, Fredericksburg, the lot, and with the Sierros that it sold, as well as Sunset, the LaCroix, Andalusian Way, the Hazens, Wilkerson Rose, um, Road with Rose and Robert, and then Colby Station, my man, um, Windswept, Mr. Storm, Jenkins Road, um, the Crofts, they were able to buy them a home, and then um, Contracts, we have Whaley Lane, congratulations, Summit Lake, Hearthstone, Rockwell, Farms, um, Bays Mountain, he's buying and selling on Brown Gap. Um, Archer, they're under contract, Powder Mill. Um, Walden went back on the market and they have a couple contracts, so I'm sure we're going to get that worked out. And then Bear Paul should be closing soon, so congratulations to them and more to come. Good deal. Good deal. Congratulations to our clients, and we appreciate all your trust and support. 
We appreciate you guys listening to us in the studios, or if you're streaming outside, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, we appreciate you guys watching us. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you guys, if you're out and about, you can always download the app, the talk radio app. It's That's a great true. opportunity. Um, no, we failed to mention that. We were coming from out of town uh, on vacation, and we saw the app, and I was telling John just how great the app worked. Mm-hmm. He said he could you know, listen to the news station all the way in Florida. It oh, was wow. seamless, That's cool. so you can carry us with us. That's Hey, carry us in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, guys, we know obviously with the market changes, everybody loves real estate, whether you're buying, investing, flipping, whether you're updating the kitchen. We always want to give you the up-to-date information in the market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got it. And um, one of the up-to-date we have is for mortgage rates in Tennessee currently. Um, today's 30-year fixed rate is at 4.37. And for a 15-year loan, it's 3.80. So some adjustments there. And um, previously, we talked about how they were um, increasing those mortgage rates. And I think that they... Um, decided that maybe they were moving a little bit too quick because they had seen that some loan applications had went down. And so I think that they try to come back down with those mortgage rates and hopefully they won't increase those too fast. So It's just the market. We've been very low for a long time, guys. Mm-hmm. And so take advantage. That's why we've seen a lot of activity this year. We talked about it on the show that, you know, buyers, if they're on the fence and thinking about purchasing mm-hmm. or selling, mm-hmm. A great opportunity right you know sellers are getting phenomenal pricing we're seeing the market cool down a little bit in the summer months we're seeing an inventory push on the market uh, we're seeing feds adjust the rates which ultimately is affecting the overall market mm-hmm. so you know where the sellers were positioned once on the market uh, maybe we have to readjust we have to look at the market we have to look at our feedback you know ultimately guys you know the buyers and the sellers are going to determine the market value yes and i think you know over east tennessee the last five years Last 16, 18 months couldn't be any better. Um, so if you're there for that opportunity, it's mm-hmm. still there. And mm-hmm. I think for buyers, you know, the biggest concern is buyers, you know, finding inventory. Uh, we're talking with a couple that's being relocated back in town. I said, Ryan, every time we find something, it's back under contract. Yes. You know, and, you know but, but not all of them are like that. And so there's an opportunity where the market may be, let's say that the sellers were in spring market pricing mm-hmm, and they've mm-hmm. sat there for a little while, there's an opportunity for a buyer to come in and kind of look at the market presently and maybe pick up a property that maybe hasn't sold because of the pricing, maybe the marketing, mm-hmm, and come in there and mm-hmm. still get a deal. So there's still good deals out there. We're seeing some foreclosures, some REO properties pick up. So those are good things. Not good for the market, but for a buyer, it's a great deal, great right. opportunities. Mm-hmm. And we've really got some great products where sweat equity, do a little work to the property, mm-hmm. um, could give you instant equity and a good equity position. Yes. And the main thing is, you know, with, with the renovation loans, you can do that kitchen the way you want to do it. You know, yeah. you know, if you've got beige cabinets and you want more of a darker wood finish, then you can do that. And, and uh, it gives a lot of opportunity. You know, what we always find is we go into a new property and they've got the basic carpet. Well, then they end up changing it anyway. Yes. You know, so... I like the renovations because you can take it from a certain property that maybe needed some love, give it some love, mm-hmm, and just really mm-hmm. transform the space. And what was a property that maybe the buyer wouldn't consider, mm-hmm. if they can get their imagination and kind of look outside the box, they'd be amazed what, what comes That's on. That's true. Yeah. Never know. So let's dive into our show. Let's talk yes. about buyer's possession and why that's 
a risk. Well, so yep. for, so yep. let me go over the real estate part of that. So basically, in the state, in Tennessee, or probably across the st- across the country, if you're moving and you're relocating to another property, more than likely the buyer is going to pay the money that they're due, whether it's cash or a loan, at closing. Mm-hmm. And when they pay for that, they usually want possession and the keys are delivered at that time. Yes. Now, that makes a big challenge because when you're moving, you have to have all your stuff. Let's say you live there 30 or 40 years. you got a lot of stuff. A lot. The garage could have a lot of stuff. <laughs> and let's say you're moving later in life and you're just not as able to do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, movers are an option, but sometimes movers will only want to move the larger items, right? And so you really need help from family and friends to coordinate that. Or it gets expensive and some people don't want to pay it. Yeah. So as we'll get this coming on the other side of the break here, uh, what's important about that is timing. Usually they want these closings in 30 days, 60 days, and we'll come into those. And so early possession is something we talk about, and we're going to carry it on the other side of the break. Do we do it? Do we let them stay back? Do we rent back from the buyer? Or do we go get something in between? Stay with Real Estate with Ryan, and we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. We're talking real estate with Ryan Coleman of Hometown Realty. Join the conversation on the Pure Magic Hotline at 865-888-TALK. Talk Radio 92.3 and AM 760. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for staying tuned to Real Estate with Ryan. As we were talking about early possession and how that can uh, affect or become a nightmare, right? Yes. Yep. Hey, just a reminder, guys, you guys, the talk lines are open, 865-888-TALK. That's 865-888-8255. That's mm-hmm. 888-8255. So, um, April, I think April has a story that we're leading into that. But what I was talking about prior to the break was talking about understanding that possession that the buyers are going to want to move in or the seller uh, needs to be vacated by the time of closing. Mm-hmm. And so understanding that is challenging, and especially if you're moving on two transactions. Yes. And so how do we accomplish all that? Sometimes we have an opportunity where the sellers will say, you know, can the can I rent back from the buyer or... Can the buyer move in my property? Let's say it's vacant. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a challenge. Most logical thing says, I've already relocated. My house is empty. The buyers think, well, I don't have to stay in an apartment. Let me just move in early, right? Right, because nobody's living there. Right. So it's, so it's vacant. Much no, big, easier. no big deal, right? <laughs> no big deal. No big deal till it goes <laughs> south. Yes. No big deal. Until, and those are the things we're going to talk about. Yeah. So and I think April will lead into that and, and give you some examples of maybe why we should consider it. Mm -hmm. And then I'll kind of come back and talk about if we're going to do it, how are we going to do it? And what makes sense for you guys? We're always trying to educate you, keep you up to date with the real estate knowledge and some of these things that can go sideways quickly. Just so that you'll be educated on this. So these are the two, two stories that I have that um, we did not experience, but um, it has happened. So the first one is the sellers um, agreed that the buyers can move in early and the buyers gave them $10,000 um, so that they could go ahead and take possession. And so they actually decided that they did not want to live there anymore. And the sellers had a backup offer, and so they wanted to go with that backup offer. And um, the buyers refused to move out, 
the sellers had to take them to court. The judge decided that since the sellers actually took $10,000 um, of their money, then the issue would require a trial. And so this happened in California. And in California at that time, um, the wait to get on the docket was five years. So they couldn't even go to trial for five years. Five so, years. <laughs> yes. Wow. So um, that, I mean, that's just a horror story from, you know, the very beginning. Um, and then the second one was kind of even worse. The um, buyers wanted to go ahead and just do painting only before they moved in because it's easier while the house is vacant. You just paint it. Um, well, apparently the painters had left some of the drop cloths down and they had those floor furnaces right. and it turned on in the middle of the night and actually oh, no. caught that drop cloth on fire fire and burnt the entire house down oh no yes so those are the two horror stories that now you that, know that's, that the, can that's the extreme but you know you always run that risk uh, i think what we see that's probably we more i think what we see more frequently is buyer moves in the property they've done their inspection they've done their walkthrough mm -hmm. everything's fine uh, it makes there. sense. Everybody, everybody has the appropriate forms, and everybody's got the appropriate monies to protect everybody. Mm -hmm. Buyer gets in there. We're ready to close in two weeks. All of a sudden, Murphy comes in. Murphy's AC is not working right. Right. All of a sudden, the buyer's finding things that they didn't see the first time when they walked through or yes. second time they're walking through. The dishwasher, the microwave. Hey, all these things. I'm second guessing. I need you to fix these things. Now, take in mind that we've already negotiated price. We've done inspection addendums, and everything is all Airs. taken care of. Mm -hmm. But because we moved the buyer in, now they're going to hold us hostage. Right. They say, if you don't fix these things, I'm not going to close. Well, I'm just not going to close. Exactly. Well, I could sue you. You could. And they'll be on your property for a couple of months until you all resolve it. Hopefully not five years. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> um, so those things, you know, really, they're not funny. Um, but, no. you know, understand these things can happen. These are the risks. We never suggest doing it we do it sometimes mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. uh, but we want to make sure that the clients understand listen we're just the agents involved we're just the messenger um, it's ultimately our client's decision mm -hmm. but I think information is key and that's why we wanted to do this show and really talk about that and so you know the pros and cons of course those are worse stories but the but the stories are real about when a buyer gets in there they start picking everything apart yes and those things do happen or god forbid somehow they lose their job Right. And then and you're then back at square one. Well, they lost their job. I they mean, can't get financing. you have to be reasonable in a certain amount of time to, to let them mm -hmm. vacate, right? Yes. And I also read about um, what if they're doing the title search and they moved in your property and then all of a sudden they have like tax liens and these judgments against them and then they can't even close because of I, I think issues. that's the key. I mean, it can be it anything. just rains, it pours. It's just the mm -hmm. best opportunity. And I tell people if you even have to move twice, stay with friends or family or relatives. It's better to pack everything and move it in storage right. than have to deal with that. Right. And right. obviously you have in a position where you can purchase the other home and you can carry two mortgages. Or um, what we do a lot of times, guys, is make it contingent upon the sale. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can carry two mortgages or afford two. Most everybody across the board, there's some few, uh, need to sell their home to buy the next one. Yes. That's why you need a great agent. You need a great agent that understands how to make all that work. We do that time in and time out mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. You know, you're never passed off. We're actively involved in the process. 
I think there's no other way to do it, April. I mean, you know, when things like this, where they're moving in the transaction and um, you have to be actively engaged because these mistakes that come up could put you in this situation. Right. And I think it's just more of, um, you know, if you're, if the seller says, oh, well, I mean, I don't mind. My house is vacant. No big deal. But you as an agent would really need to educate them because it's all about education saying, hey, these are, you know, the pros and cons that I think, that, uh, you know, that can, can come of this situation. So you probably need to think twice. And then maybe that will help them, you know, gear towards their decision, whether they want to actually do it or not. I think the biggest thing is a lot of times with our clients in general, when you hire your agent, whoever you may hire, if you trust them, you go with that extra mile. Trust them what they did. Trust a lot of their guidance on that. Um, I think that's so important. Sometimes we've seen that, been there, done that. We've seen these experiences. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't go through them every time, but we kind of know what's best for you. Right. And we, we hopefully we can guide you in that right direction. Yes. And so then back to that, I think um, another option that we have actually experienced, not only for our buyers, but for our sellers as well, um, that their garage would be empty and they would let the um, buyers move their belongings into the garage only. Now, I also did hear um, before that maybe the agent miscommunicated with their client and then just said, you know, yeah, you can move your things in and then actually let them move their things into the house, not just the garage. So I think that can be tricky too. But um, but we were talking about let's get into um, – the lease and treating them as a tenant. So l- let's talk about it. If you're mm-hmm. going to do it, how are we going to do it right? Do it the right uh, way. Specifically, the reason that that suit in California came up was because they had, what the judge ruled was that because you accepted $10,000 deposit, mm-hmm. that that was considered consideration. Right. So we didn't consider it a tenant. Mm-hmm. It was a civil litigation. And so because the agent didn't write up a separate lease than the purchase agreement, they ended up in a five-year suit. And they really had no rights. So if you're going to do it, you want to definitely have your purchase agreement separate than your lease. Yes. Your lease has to have a tenancy with a certain time frame with repercussions. Yes. And certain dates to accelerate that mm-hmm. if they do move in, that you have a time to get them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is just because we have a $5,000 deposit in escrow for the purchase, that does not transfer for the rental. We need to have damage insurance as well. So you need to have a 5000 or 2000 or whatever you can negotiate on the rental. Mm-hmm. So that's another key. Yes. Also, big thing that most people don't see. So if you have a residential home, it's your primary residence, you've been getting rates at a lower rate for your primary residence. Mm-hmm. As soon as you move somebody in the property, that is now an investment. Technically, if you're not disclosed with our big guys, State Farm, Allstate, all those guys, they can deny the coverage. Right. And I promise if it's a big one, they're going to deny the coverage. Yes. So make sure that, that even if it's for 30 days, that you're able to adjust on the fly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. adjust your insurance policy. Yes, and make sure renters. Renters. Right? Is that what you want? No, well, yeah, you want to make sure that you have your renters coverage in there and that even mm-hmm. if it's for 30 days, adjust that, that coverage and, and also include vandalism. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So there's a vandalism rider that will go with the insurance policy oh. that for some reason something like that would happen, Mm -hmm. that you are covered, some kind of protection. Because you don't want to be liable if something happens and they're in your property, they fall down the stairs or whatever. And And there's that liability coverage with a a landlord policy versus Mm -hmm. a residential. And then um, this prevents any claims if something's going to happen that you are covered by the bodily injury, things like that. So that's a good one. So make sure that you get your your landlord-tenant documents straight as well. But I, I think, you know, 
April, when I were, were chatting about that, I, I mean, there's some options to do it and do it right, but a lot of times things can be avoided, mm-hmm. I think, by just trying to coordinate the dates, um, right. making sure a lot of your things done, preparation up front. You know, it's a big move. It's a large move. We always are encouraging people, if such a big move, call us out to come out and talk to you. You know, it's always a free consultation. We can look at your home, tell you exactly what you need to do, tell you how the steps, the process, all these questions. Sometimes we usually spend two hours with our clients mm-hmm. and really just educate them on the process and help walk them through the, the scenario. I think so many people just are overwhelmed by such a big move. By getting us out in front before you actually have to move gives us kind of ahead of the game. And so we can kind of plan for movers. We can make sure that is, is rental an option or do we need to sell this first? Mm-hmm. Or in the purchase, what are you looking for? As the market is slim, we don't want to sell your home and not have anywhere to go. So we need to make sure that contingencies are in there as well. So all right. these things come into play, and that's why we always stress. We know it's a process. Call us first so we can come out and chat with you. Spend a little time. You can get to know us and even see at the same time if we're somebody you want to work with. Right. Yep. You've got that right. Um, another one is repairs. I think that um, a lot of times the buyers say, well, let me make a couple of repairs before I move in because it's easier, even if they lay flooring or whatever the case may be. So you got to think about those things, too. Who's going to be responsible? The sellers get to keep it. You're out money. Kind of what happens with air. So many things to think about. Yes. I hope you've so, enjoyed that topic today. Hopefully it's been helpful to you guys and it's something for you to think about. I think the thing recap is the, is the main thing is just uh, take with caution mm-hmm. and have a good agent in your corner and we'll walk you through that hopefully if you decide to buy or sell. Yes. Hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Real Estate with Ryan. We're here every Saturday at 11 o'clock in the studios. Talk Radio 92.3 FM AM 760. If you need me. Or April 693 sold or ryancoleman.org. Hope you guys have a great weekend and we're going to see you next week. Thank you. Take care.